0: The intention and the energy, the frequency behind the words that we use that matter that actually influence our experience and influence the world around us, influence the people around us. We can't be afraid of the words themselves. The more that we fear these words, the harder it becomes for us to articulate what's really going on, to give language and description to our present experience or potential pathways and possibilities and outcomes. Hey friends, welcome back to the Make It Inevitable podcast. I am your host, Stephanie Zamora, and today I wanna talk about using words differently, how intention influences our experience. Very recently, I was talking about how my body is broken, how I feel am broken. And as it usually happens, I was corrected that I shouldn't say broken, that broken meant that I was Damaged beyond repair, that I was never going to be the same again, that something was wrong with me. And I said, as I tend to do in these situations, I use words differently. I use words very descriptively and without fear of what those words will do, because I understand that it's not the word itself that causes things to be that affects the things around us that changes our reality it's the intention behind them the energy behind the word is what influences our experience our reality so it's not the word itself there's nothing wrong with saying i'm broken i've gone through a series of health issues there were certain things that happened and cause and effect led my body to break down in other ways as a consequence, as a result of certain things that I experienced previously. My body broke. I am presently, to some degree, not functioning fully and completely as I should be, as is typical for me, for bodies, for health, and I am not operating wholly and optimally. That is what I mean when I say broken. Something broke something split, something is damaged and in need of repair and recalibration and realignment. So how I use the word is what matters, not the word itself. We can't be afraid of words. We can't be afraid to say that something is gonna be hard and challenging, that we feel broken. Because if we're using that word descriptively, we're simply acknowledging what is in this moment And when we can acknowledge things for what they are, we can see them for what they are without interpretation, without spiraling about how the description makes us feel about it, just looking at things for what they are. My body broke as a result of other things happening. Healing is challenging and will continue to be hard and challenging. That's descriptive. The way that I use that word is descriptive of the situation. And in doing so, I allow myself to acknowledge the reality of what it is that I'm going through rather than hiding behind words that make me feel better, easeful, joyful, abundant, presently in the process of healing. If that is your way of describing certain situations and that works for you, fantastic. I am speaking to people who are terrified to use words that are descriptive of their experience or descriptive of potential possibilities as they move towards something because they're afraid of what the word will do they're afraid of how the word will affect their reality and possibly in ways that they don't want to experience our intention is an energetic frequency if i intend to cause harm It doesn't matter the word that I use, I could call you delightful and that could be the most stabbing experience to your heart and soul. Because if my intention is to make you feel like garbage, if my energy intention is that I think you're just a piece of crap, you're worthless, I don't like you, I hate you, I wish you would die, you're going to feel the energy of that. And It doesn't matter that the word I use is delightful. It's the intention and the energy, the frequency behind the words that we use that matter, that actually influence our experience and influence the world around us, influence the people around us. We can't be afraid of the words themselves. The more that we fear these words, the harder it becomes for us to articulate what's really going on, to give language and description to our present experience or potential pathways and possibilities and outcomes. We can't talk about things. We get scared of the words, and we make the words mean things that they don't necessarily. I am a really big advocate of defining words. I do that a lot on the show, and I do that very intentionally. Because I want you to rewrite your relationship to words, to vocabulary. Words are such a beautiful part of being human. We have the ability to express how we feel, what we think, our ideas, our goals, our hopes, our dreams, our fears we have the ability to describe them in ways that are very unique and personal to us in ways that allow us to connect with other people on a deeper level to build community to build relationship to create things and to destroy what needs to be destroyed we can't be afraid of words so i would encourage you to look at the words that you're afraid of broken is a big one i feel broken To say I feel broken doesn't mean that I believe I am damaged beyond repair, that something is wrong with me, that I'll never get better. And that's what was reflected to me the last time I said that I feel broken, my body broke, my body's broken, is that I was implying that it's damaged beyond repair. And that's not at all what broken means. Broken is descriptive of something is not functioning anymore or functioning optimally. Inherent to the word itself, broken does not mean that it can never be repaired. That is dependent on the situation. And even if something in us, in our life, in our relationships, in our work is broken beyond repair, that isn't a death sentence. That isn't the end of us, the end of the story. It's an opportunity to then reconnect to what it is that we want, what it is that we desire, What's missing for us to have that? Not what's wrong or not as it should be, but what's missing for us to have the things that we desire, especially the big, seemingly impossible things. And what's next? What actions can we take now to move in that direction? If something is broken in us, if something is broken in our world and our life, it's descriptive. It's not functioning as it normally does. It's not functioning optimally. Or it's come undone. It's beyond repair. That's information for us. And if we're afraid to really look at things for what they are, to see that things are no longer functioning as they should inside of us, outside of us, how are we ever going to actually move towards what it is that we want? If we're afraid to say that it's going to be hard, it's going to be heartbreaking, it's going to be scary. We can't really have a relationship to our emotion, our emotional responses to the things that are happening. And if we don't have a relationship to our emotions because we're afraid to use the language that describes them, we can't fully process them. And we're in constant resistance to the things that we need to be able to face, to really sit with and be with and move through. We're resisting them because we're scared to acknowledge what they are because we're scared of the energy that the word might hold. We place that energy there. When I say that I am, feel, broken, I am acknowledging what's real and true. That aspects of my body and my health are not functioning optimally, are not functioning the way that they were before. There are things that are not firing on all cylinders. It says nothing about me nothing about my life, my worth, whether or not I'm lovable, good enough, capable. A lot of the times we tie certain words to our core wounding, to our experience of them based on the energy that other people infused them with. I have been called broken before in a way that was very unkind, in a way that somebody intended to make me feel like I was worthless. I was a piece of crap that i was damaged beyond repair that it was never going to be possible for me to have love happiness security success whatever it was it was the intention of that person that made that word harmful hurtful so it's the energy and intention and if you have a relationship to certain words because you had somebody that always said them to you with Malicious, toxic, unkind, uncaring, harmful intent. You won't like that word and that's understandable, but is that limiting you? There are times that we can choose to say other words. We can choose to describe things differently, but are you avoiding something because there's something old that needs to be healed and cleared? Are you avoiding something because you don't want to face those parts of yourself that are triggered by that word and what it might mean? or all of the memories that come with it. Disappointed and proud are very descriptive words. They're something that someone can feel in relation to a certain situation. I continue to work on my relationship to the word disappointment, because that is something that was said to me so frequently when I was little that I just internalized it. It stopped holding any weight. And I couldn't hear the word without feeling the weight that someone else can place on that word, that I was a disappointment, that I disappointed them. And that meant that there were going to be consequences that were not going to be pretty. We're not going to be comfortable or easy. We're going to be harmful and damaging to me. How someone uses the word disappointed is what gives it weight and meaning. The word themselves are descriptive. And if somebody else is using a word as a weapon towards you, it's telling you everything that you need to know about them, their relationship with themselves, with the things that are happening, how they are perceiving you through their own internal belief system, perception model, their fears, their traumas, how they hold that word. But that doesn't mean that the energy and intention that someone infuses into a word is what that word means and always means. We have to look at our relationship to words. We have to be able to describe what's going on for us internally, externally. Something broke in me and being broken does not feel heavy to me. It doesn't feel like a death sentence. It doesn't feel like I am diminishing who I am, what I'm capable of, how lovable or worthy I am, how wonderful and delightful I am. It's descriptive of what's going on in my life right now with my body, with my health in particular. That's it. And to use these words around other people will reveal how they hold words, how they relate to these concepts and ideas. That doesn't mean that you have to change the way that you speak. There may be times when we're in relationship that we learn to use words differently because we learn one another and we hold each other's hearts with care and we understand that certain words might be triggering for certain people because of past traumas and can we help them heal through those traumas absolutely especially with process work especially with acupressure can we change our language sometimes does it make sense to do that without dishonoring the reality of the situation without dishonoring ourselves and our values and how we hold things oftentimes we can we can use different words. But each of us needs to heal our relationship to words and language and to really understand that we drive the impact of those words. I am not afraid to say that something will be hard because I do not believe with any part of me that in saying that I will cause it. That's not how it works if we fixate if we obsess on the idea that hard means something specific it means that i will struggle it means that i am unworthy that i'm stupid that i am unlovable it means that i'm going to lose everything and i'm going to end up homeless on the street and alone it's not the word that will impact our reality in the world around us that will shift our experience it's our energy that comes from how we hold that word how we relate to that word, what we infuse into it. If I say hard with so much fear, worry, and doubt, with a full body, mind, being, soul, belief that if I say hard, everything is going to go to crap. I'm going to lose everything. I'm going to fall apart. No one's going to love me. No one's ever going to give me money again. The way that I'm engaging with life is from that energetic frequency. And because I'm engaging with life from that frequency, I am more likely to take actions and align with people and experiences that reinforce that. I am more likely to cause things to happen that make things extra hard. I am more likely to self-sabotage because I don't believe that there's any room for ease. There's any room for things to be seamless. There's any room for things to be hard and for me to be okay and for me to be worthy and lovable. You engage with life from that frequency, from that state, that way of being, that belief system. You are more likely to align with outcomes and situations that reinforce that belief. And then you'll say, see, I knew I shouldn't have said hard. I knew I was broken and I knew that broken meant exactly this and it being hard would lead to exactly this we reinforce this belief that is anchored in a certain energy and frequency and way of being in the world. Whereas if I say that I am broken and I do it from a clean energetic place, I attach no meaning to that other than the description that things are not functioning optimally in certain ways within my body right now. Things are not streamlined. They're not working Properly and effectively in the way that they are supposed to and not in a way that I have an expectation that my life should look this way. I should feel that way. Everything should go a certain way. Otherwise, it means something about me and other people in the world. I say that from a place of there is a way that bodies are supposed to function. There are certain things that we can hold as standards for ourselves in certain areas of our life or relationships. My body is not meeting that criteria right now in very specific ways. My body is broken. It's not functioning optimally. That does not mean it never will again, that it's broken beyond repair. And even if it was broken beyond repair, that does not mean that I can't have the life that I'm here to live. It just might look differently. This is why the work that we do, the things that we talk about on the show matter and why they build on each other. Every conversation builds on itself, builds on the methodology. When we can learn to engage with life differently, we have far more control over the outcomes in our life. That does not mean that everything looks the way we think it should, that it goes the way that we would like it to. We learn to engage differently when things don't work. If my body was broken beyond repair in certain ways, that doesn't mean that what I desire for my life is completely off the table, that I'll never have the things that I want, that I'll never live my fullest expression. We learn to relate to things differently by being present in the moment with them as they occur. This is my reality right now, specific health issues. I am navigating through them. I am learning so much about my body. I am honoring the truth and reality that it is not functioning optimally. And I am not afraid to say that it is broken because I don't assign meaning to that. It's simply a description. My journey to healing has been and may continue to be hard. There are different things that I need to do that will be the opposite of easy. They will be challenging. They will be taxing in certain ways. They might even be scary at times. I am not causing struggle in my experience by naming things for what they are descriptively. I'm not afraid of those words because I know that how I hold the energy behind them is what matters. So do an energy check and do an interpretation check. Interpretation is at the root of so much suffering and misunderstanding. It is the cause of so many goals never becoming realized, so much purpose not becoming actualized in this life because we're so busy interpreting things rather than engaging with them for what they are, rather than operating from this methodology that allows us to live in that space of all possibility and ultimate choice to where we can navigate from anywhere at any time in a new direction. If we're caught up in interpretation, we can't do that. We're too busy being spun out by the meaning of things, allowing it to throw our energetic frequency off, activating our winning strategy and trying to reproduce results that at least we know are within reach, even if they're not what we really want. Interpretation is such an important thing to address. It's so important that I wrote a short book all about it. It's called What Really Happened? and it's all about breaking free from interpretation. It is a short, direct, pointed read, and I recommend it to everyone, along with the episode that we have about the two critical conversations for making the impossible happen. We will link to both in the show notes. You have to address your interpretations because every time you hear a word, you're going to interpret it. Is that what it really means? Can you look up the definition and relate to that word in a new way? Is it an accurate description of where you're at, what you're going through, or what you might navigate through going forward? What is the energy that you hold behind that word? And does it support you in creating what it is that you desire? And if you can't hold a word without a trigger, without a spiral, without stories, without your winning strategy being activated, what's there to heal? I am in such a, peaceful place in my life and my growth and a big part of that is that i interpret very little at this point i take almost nothing personally anymore and i can see things for what they are i can speak about them openly and in a way that feels right for the situation without getting hung up on the words without being afraid that i'm casting some spell on the universe around me and now everything is gonna to go to garbage. I can just describe my experience. I can look at things for what they are and I can work with them. Our language matters. Being intentional with our words matters, but that is more than the choice of the words that we use. You can say hard, you can say broken. Whatever words you're afraid of, why are you afraid of them? What do you believe they mean about you? What are you afraid they'll create in your life if you say them? And can you look up the description and learn to relate to them in a new way? Can you check your energy when you say things? My body is broken right now. There is no heaviness to that. It is simply descriptive. And within that description, I have information. Because in order to say that it is broken, I have to acknowledge what's not functioning optimally. What's not working as it should in the way that a body should work. Now I can start looking at what I need to do to repair, to heal. And if something will never be the same again, how do I learn to live the life that I'm here to live despite that, with that, without making it mean anything, without allowing it to drag me down? Words matter. Can you use words differently? Can you stop being afraid of words? Can you really look at how you interpret words, what you make them mean about you and other people in life and the world? Can you check your intention behind words and notice, we all do this, notice where you say kind words, pretty words, happy words, but your energy is in alignment with it. This is why mantras don't work. You can say all day that you are healthy and you are thriving and you are aligning with what and who you desire. If your energy says that you are in scarcity, that you are not worthy or lovable, that you are not good enough, that you're afraid of everything and everyone. It doesn't matter what you say. You're not going to will that into being with your words alone. It is the energy and intention behind the words that matters, that has an effect. Because the energy and tension behind the words comes from us. And when it comes from us, it influences how we hold ourselves, how we engage with life, how we move, what we believe, how we speak. This is all. present energy to use words descriptively in a way that is productive and helpful in a way that isn't scary to you how can you use your energy to create what you want and how can that really be behind everything that you say and do and how you be that is the work please check the show notes for some resources and i will be back soon in another episode thank you so much for joining me today and being a part of our incredible community of purpose-driven individuals. If you are ready to put these teachings into practice in your own life, head on over to www.stephaniesamora.com podcast, where you'll get access to our collection of actionable and easy to implement workbooks. That includes our renowned methodology for making the impossible inevitable that's helped hundreds of individuals worldwide get into motion on their most important goals, plus our comprehensive guide to stopping self-sabotage and navigating the terror barrier with more grace and ease. We'd love your help in getting the message out and growing our community, so please take a moment to share this episode, subscribe to the podcast, and leave us a review on iTunes. I'll catch you in the next episode.